Why do you hate me? Greetings, friends. It's Josh. And I'm Ryan. And this is Daniel. Woo. And we're here today uh, for another exciting episode of the Dead Tired Dads podcast. Um, we're back to a, a group of three here. Um, we were hoping to have four people, um, but uh, unfortunately, Matt had to. Uh, <laughs> Matt had some stuff come up, so unfortunately, it's just the three of us. But nonetheless, we're here today. We're excited to be here, as always, because it's the Dead Tired Dads podcast, which is a podcast. For Who gamers. There you go. <laughs> Who don't have time to game. Ryan's got it. I got it. <laughs> yeah, we're very organized here. This is a well-oiled machine. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, it's our it's our news episode. It's the last Friday in February. Yes, indeed. So it's uh it's our episode about what's gone on in the world of video games in February. So before we get into that. I just remembered something that I found very interesting. I heard about this game. Um, this is not a video game. This is just a, a game that um, was played in like the 18th and 19th century. Here we go. I'm listening. <laughs> Here we go. Where could this go? <laughs> um, so we we like to talk about how like we're like like our society is really like crazy and like video games make kids nuts and like do weird and crazy things and violent and all this stuff so there was this game called snapdragon okay that let me just say when i heard about this game i thought it was the most insane thing i had ever heard of in my entire life snapdragon um so essentially how this game worked um you would get, um, so, yeah, you'd get raisins. All right. I'm and you'd pour you so brandy. Oh, hey. <laughs> you pour brandy <laughs> over the raisins. Okay. And then you set them on fire. Yes. <laughs> what now? <laughs> you set the raisins on fire. And, and, and people did this in their homes, like, on purpose for fun. Yes. <laughs> And then what happened? And children <laughs> would reach into the fire and grab the raisins and put them in their mouths. Nailed it. And eat them. You know, against my better judgment, I kind I kind of want to uh, to do the science and uh, I play think, the game. I think we should live broadcast on the YouTube channel <laughs> us playing Snapdragon. <laughs> I like. I am just at. Like, when I first heard about this, I was just absolutely shocked. Um, because, like, again, like, we think about, like, the kids today just being absolutely nuts. Like, in, like, you have the movies and the shows where it's like, yeah. hey, don't try this at home. <laughs> because, you know, like, oh, yeah, the kids are going to watch that and they're going to do it. No, this was, like, encouraged. And it was it's a Christmas game at, at <laughs> of that. Of course it is. Naturally. Naturally. <laughs> so. But, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So like basically you grab the you know grab the raisin burn your hand then throw it in your mouth open your mouth so it, like you had like this blue flame in your mouth I love it I love everything um, about burning it. you <laughs> so, like this um, is a good thing we live close to so many hospitals right right 
Like that makes me feel better about this. It probably shouldn't. Um, I. But we kind of safety net. Yeah, we we could absolutely try to play this game. I'm not going to, but we could absolutely. <laughs> you know how like um, like our parents and grandparents' generation would say like back in my day we had to. Was there someone who used to be like? Back in my day, we used to set the raisins on fire with brandy and then eat them. <laughs> sure you did, Grandma. Sure right. you did. I bet you did, Grandma. <laughs> no, it was a real game. It was called Snapdragon. <laughs> Amazing. I just, I don't know, man. Like, it just blew my mind that that, that was a thing that happened that that's, that was encouraged for children amazing. to do that's amazing like, i think we should play that game it's it's no wonder that we're soft now because we don't <laughs> we don't put fire in our faces we don't play snapdragon anymore there's no fire this, in our souls anymore this soft generation doesn't even eat fire anymore <laughs> oh man so anyway um i don't know what else that's what else we impressive. got i know right that's really impressive. So, not necessarily video game related, related, but you know, old <laughs> old timey video games maybe. Like that's, rather than rather than remarkable. like shooting aliens, what they nope. did was they set themselves on fire. Amazing, <laughs> amazing dedication. So, what else have we got going on, gentlemen? Wow, I well, like before we started, I almost told a story, and I don't even want to tell it anymore. Oh, because. That it can't top that. It's not, <laughs> it's not nearly as cool. It's not as cool as Snapdragon. <laughs> it's not nearly as cool as Snapdragon. <laughs> well, so. now you have to tell it anyway. So, so we unless were... you want to wait till the next episode. I mean, we could do it on another episode if you want to hold off. That's up to you. Uh, sure. Let's save it. Okay, we'll save it. We'll save Pocket it. that. Okay. Pocket. So, boop. <clears throat> this story is not very interesting or very important. Okay. But after a year and a half. Of not having Breath of the Wild, I found it in my minivan. Yay! You did. You did. It's true. And That's awesome. Yeah. After uh, after beating Tears of the Kingdom in the time that this game disappeared from my life, <laughs> coming back to Breath of the Wild, I you know it, it really does feel like Breath of the Wild is an excellent, thorough tech demo for Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. yeah no. I, I that's I I buy that. That's funny. Yeah. Huh. Well, I'm. I was really glad when you when you sent you sent us that text that you had found it. And it made me very happy. So, so have you been able to go back and beat Breath of the Wild now? So I've I've not yet. Okay. But I finally filled in the whole map. So that's that's a step in the right direction. Nice. Um, yeah, I've got I've got two more Divine Beast. Nice. To go. But something something that was really fun was like how well I knew the map after Playing plowing you. through Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> I was like, oh, yep. hey. There's, I recognize this place. There's three labyrinths here. I know about labyrinths. Right. Um, and, and like, oh, there's the Forgotten Temple here. I ignored yep. that before. Oh, look, there's stuff. I love stuff. <laughs> no, it, so it was really exciting. And then the, the kids absolutely went crazy because they've, they've been loving playing Tears of the Kingdom. And now there's this, this novelty that's been introduced. And, yep. like, even though in a lot of ways it's, it's not as polished as a game... For obvious reasons, they had so much fun, kind of making Zelda new again for them. Yeah, no, that's awesome. So, all right, well, um, why don't we? We got a lot of news to cover, actually. A ton. We, there's a lot that happened in the month of February. I've got to say, um, I'm just gonna start off here. Um, we'll just launch right into this. Dive into it. So, 
the first thing I wanted to mention, just as a thing that happened, I don't know how long we'll talk about this, but a thing that did happen in the month of February. So this was early in the month. It may have happened at the end of January. I'm not sure exactly when the whole thing went down. But Disney bought a $1.5 billion stake in Epic Games. Interesting. So, like... They're apparently planning on like universe connected Fortnite okay. games somehow. I don't know exactly what that means. I don't play Fortnite personally, but I've heard I I've heard it's a ton of fun. I just haven't taken the time to get into it. Sure, sure. But like you know, apparently Disney is in, interested in that world for some reason. It, huh. it is kind of on brand for them to do that because I don't know if you guys ever played or even remember these games. They had like I guess it's a it would be almost Fortnite adjacent, uh, but it was a multiplayer game where you could play as like the Pixar characters or various Disney characters, and you go and like fight monsters coming out of a vortex or something huh. like that. Um, Interesting. So they have a history of that style of game already. I I think. In the spirit, in their spirit of you know doing what works, because uh, we've all seen the Pixar memes of like, hey, this movie's about you know cars having feelings. This movie's about emotions having feelings. Right. You know, they find a formula, they stick with it. This seems to fit with their formula, mm-hmm. at least from what they've shown us so far. So, anyway, I just for me like I mean it's it's fine whatever like. It's an interesting development, right? Disney getting more into like game mm-hmm. development and things like that. Yep. You know, hopefully that means some story, like some good story coming out, which has been kind of lacking from Disney lately, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But um, but that could mean some cool things for video games in the future. Yep. But I also want to point out, like, this is a huge, huge acquisition, like. One and a half billion dollars, and we've seen this happen like several times over the last several years, where like these these massive companies are just putting billions of dollars yeah. into these other like into these development companies, right? Yeah, yeah. And, Look, looking at you, Microsoft, and, right? Uh, uh, OpenAI, <laughs> right? So like, I don't. It's just so there's so much money being thrown around at this stuff, and like, yeah, I don't know what that actually means for video games because I really. think feel like it's too much mm-hmm. like i feel like okay. the investment that is going into video games is actually like over like it's being over invested in mm-hmm. like i'm a i'm a gamer i love video games but i really feel like there's an over investment in video games and i'm kind of concerned <laughs> just a hair that like at some point like something's going to like horrible is going to happen yeah. and the entire industry just collapses in on itself because mm-hmm. people have over invested in it they they can't the way I look at it is they can't all succeed, right? Like, some of these are not going to work. And so it's kind of mm. a scary thought of which one doesn't work and how big is it and right. how no. big is the impact. Well, and we talked about this trend previously about how a lot of um, game developers are focusing exclusively on sequels because they're afraid to take risks anymore. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I think this is, this is going to only add fuel to that fire because the more money you have at stake... Yep. the less risk you can take. Yep. So th- I mean maybe this is huge for indie developers. Maybe maybe the the big players are going to you know, write themselves into a corner and people with new fresh ideas are going to have a chance to 
stir the pot a little bit. Well, and if if Disney knows anything about uh, making sequels, <laughs> <laughs> no. Let's. I mean, let's ride that thing straight into the ground. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. So I mean, maybe that's that's a probability in this situation. I would say, like, hey. But anyway, that that's one big thing that I wanted to mention, um, it, and I've got another big thing before we get into a couple other things. But Ryan, you had been—I don't know if you wanted to talk about this on a later episode—but Pal World. Oh yeah, I do have a note to talk about Pal World. Okay, so um, we'll, we we can save Pal World for another for another episode. Yeah. Um, but um, but that came out, and that that's been a huge deal. Yeah. Ryan's been able to play it, and so we'll hear his thoughts on it soon. Correct. Um, so. I, I mean, so interesting thing for for today is is we had, like Josh said, a lot of a lot of big news in February. But today specifically, we had the Nintendo Direct drop. Yes. Um, now, obviously, we're, we're we're giving commentary on this a couple couple weeks after the event, but there's a lot of really cool things coming up. Yeah. No, for sure. So um, yeah. So I. So that aired when this comes out. That'll be two days ago. So that was Wednesday of this week um, that that came out. So, um, so yeah, lots of really interesting uh, developments there. I am particularly excited. Um, if you guys, Daniel, you said you didn't weren't able to watch the whole thing, but I bet you all, if you did, I bet you could guess what I'm most excited about in this whole thing. Wait, let me look back at my notes. Oh, Ryan's got to look back at his notes. <laughs> Let's see. What do we you, got here? Did you miss it? I bet you missed it. Let's see. I mean, I'm looking. Oh, I'm look, oh wait. I, I know specifically <laughs> what you're excited good, about. I have a pretty good guess. Okay. <laughs> They're releasing the original Star Wars yep. Battlefronts for the Switch, and I'm so flipping excited. Yep. I knew you'd be excited about that. <laughs> Man, the, so excited! They're they're capitalizing so well on millennial nostalgia. I right know now. it's. I'm so, not. I'm not even mad. It, I'm not, it's so bad. Like I, it's one of those things where it's like, I have that. So, I, I, I'm gonna pause for a second so I can gather my thoughts here. <laughs> Over the last month, I ended up buying a Series X so that I could play. All of my old Xbox video games. Correct. On, on that, and so uh, I've been playing Lego Indiana Jones uh, for uh, for my daughter, who keeps asking me to play it, and she's loving that. So that's been a lot of fun. Except that that game is incredibly frustrating because that's like right when the Lego games started becoming too big for their britches. Mm. Like they started trying to do way too much. Anyway, beside the point. So one, I decided. I always had the Battlefront games on the PlayStation Two, mm-hmm. so I was like, "I've got to go find, I've got to go find the Battlefront games on the Xbox, like the original Xbox Battlefront, so that I can play them." And so I, I did. I went and found a copy of a Battlefront Two for the Xbox. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, when I tell you that this man was ecstatic <laughs> after he did this. That would be an understatement. It was. I was so happy to get to play that game again. Like, because it's been years since I've played the original Battlefronts. And it's just, it's so flipping good. So, I'm a little disappointed that I spent $15 on it <laughs> to play it on Xbox. And now it's coming to Switch. So, I'm going to have to spend $60 to get them. Correct. <laughs> you know, I could have saved myself the 15 and had it just had it on the Switch. But, um, I didn't know. No one told me until today. So... 
Um, so that's that's one thing um, that I'm really excited about. Ryan, did you have anything uh, particular in the that jumped out to you? Actually, something. There's one thing that I'm kind of excited about that I don't know anything about, but it just looked fun to me. Right. There's a game called Another Crab's Treasure. Yes. It just looks so fun. Yes, that it one looks so fun. That one looked really interesting. I I didn't take any notes on that one because it didn't look interesting enough to me. Yeah. Like it but yes. It 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 looks different and like Daniel just said like no one will do something different. Right. No one will mm-hmm. yep. try something. And so like p- part of me is drawn to that. It's like wow, someone trying something different. Yes. Cool. Um it was and it, it just looks it looks fun. Yeah, it was a hard watching it it was hard for me to kind of pick up on like what the game like what was it right yeah, right um so like you get you go around as a crab who's lost his shell yep and you have different things that you use as your shell and they give you different powers and things yeah. like that so i think i think the basic gist is you are actually out on an adventure looking for your original shell yeah and on the way to that you get all these other things along the way that you can use as a shell like one of the things they showed was a cardboard box right. or you know so so just kind of possibly an action adventure type yeah yeah so it could be a lot of fun that so, one definitely kind of looked interesting and, and new yeah um daniel did anything jump out to you that you you know no one's gonna care about either of these two things except for the first one but probably not that much i i <laughs> I have a love-hate relationship with Battletoads. Yes! One, I was excited about that. It's it's impossible. Like, it is, it is a very difficult game. Um, but that's that's one of the, the joys of retro gaming is th- those games were so, so difficult. They were yeah. so you to, hard. You had to put so many hours in, into it. It felt, like, it felt like a huge accomplishment when you get to the end and you're like, yeah, I did a thing. Or you throw your controller and quit forever. That one. <laughs> yeah, many many a CRT TV set are in a graveyard because of a rogue controller. Um, so the the other thing that I was very excited about, and again, I don't expect anybody to want to play this by default, um, but I, I'm a huge Gundam fan. Like, Mobile yes. Suit Gundam. Yep. Like... Pit two sides against each other. Neither one of them are really the bad guy, and the real enemy is war. Yeah. Yes, friends. Uh, so they have Gundam Breaker four announced for sometime this year. Yes. And I, you know, th- those games always end up being sort of strange plays, but I'm still gonna spend money on it, and I'm excited too. <laughs> no, that one. That one looked like a ton of fun. My own, like, like I really, really want to play that one. My only thing with it is that it looks really overly complex and complicated. I'm just like, mm. I'm not sure that I'm that interested in learn like in getting that into that story. Mm-hmm. Like, sure, two giant robots fighting against each other. You build up, you like customize your robot, absolutely. But I feel like it could get really over like overwhelming really quickly. No, I think you hit the nail on the head with that. So Josh, Josh is gonna save himself the money on that one. And is gonna borrow my copy. That, that's, that how that's, gonna, that's how that's that gonna play true. out. That's how that's gonna play out. And then um, battle. So not only Battle Toads is coming out for Virtual Console. So that Battle Toads for the Super Nintendo, but you also had uh, Killer In- Instinct that yep. came out, uh, RC Pro Am, and Blast Core. And there's another couple of games that I wasn't interested in, but those four 
um, were the ones that I was like, oh man, because Blast Core on the on the Nintendo sixty four is a ton of fun. Like, you just mm. basically destroy like you go through and try to destroy like everything. Well, it's it, great in general. Th- this is actually a, a change in the gaming industry. I'm really excited about because time and time again in doing studies about why people do criminal things with intellectual property access tends to be the number one deal breaker there so nintendo opening their vaults releasing these games in an accessible way to the public like that's that's what people want yeah they want to be able to experience what they had on the super nintendo and and on the original nintendo and and like have that experience back because now it's an intergenerational thing yeah i like i mean that's 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 why we're here like we enjoy these a lot of us are sharing this hobby with our children to some extent good play nintendo yeah well and nintendo is always happy to take my money so (laughs) (laughs) aren't they just yes so they they can have it (laughs) when it it comes to retro gaming and what they're doing so uh the only one that you missed was snake rattle and roll which i don't know what that is yeah it's it's for for the virtual console right right yeah but um, yeah, I've not heard of that one. So, um, so also speaking of kind of retro type games, a new Contra game. Yes, I'm excited. Is coming about that out. Too. So, 2D side scroller um, could be a lot of fun. So, yep. Um, kind of jumping off of Nintendo Direct for a second here. This is something again that came out earlier in February, and it's really just a rumor. Um, so it's not like. There's nothing to back this up as of right now, but it appears that Microsoft may be launching the next Halo game Look out. on okay. Okay. the PS5. Wouldn't surprise me at all. What? Yeah. So Microsoft is looking... It Again, rumors. Rumors, rumors, rumors. I, I have not heard anything. I had I saw this one article early in the month. I haven't heard anything about it since. Haven't had any confirmation of it since then. But they're talking about releasing Halo, not just on the Xbox, but on the PlayStation 5 as well. And there's also rumors going around and swirling that Game Pass is actually going to be a multi-platform That's gonna happen. thing. That they are going to like, they're going to work with Sony. They're going to work with Nintendo to make Game Pass a multi-platform thing. So yep. if you subscribe Shoot. to Game Pass, <laughs> that's very compelling. I know, um, right? If you remember way back, I don't know if it was season one or season two, but a long time ago, you and Matt and me compared the three yep. services. Yeah, that was way season, back then. Season one. Yeah. A friend of mine texted me and said, "Mark my words." Game Pass will come to Nintendo Switch. He said it way back then. So, and I, I believe he's right. Wow. Yeah. I, it's cr- like I never, I like, I never would have guessed. Yeah, I know. Like, so, like in a, I they, mean, it's that's what they're trying to do. That's Microsoft's aim is to put Game Pass everywhere. I think I joked last time and said that if they could somehow put it in your shoe, they would. Like, they want it everywhere. They want it in your printer, in your smartphone. They want it everywhere. And the, so that's what they're trying to see, do. See, the problem I see with that, like, because... And I guess with the way that kind of gaming is trending, that makes some sense. But it does take the... Um, 
it takes the value off of your console, right? Yeah. So it makes the it makes the Xbox pretty much pointless. I think they'll probably right? I think they're probably pretty close to not making Xboxes anymore. Like so, maybe one more generation. Well, but. if you think about it, like there, what you said, it I I feel like what you said is true, and so what the strategy lets them do is is let. Um, Sony and Nintendo be the bag holders for this. Yeah, yeah. They're going to be stuck making the hardware, and Xbox is just going to enjoy the subscription dollars yep. from PC gamers and from their competitors yeah. right now. No, and, and that and that really does make a lot of sense. But like, you're simply relying on a a streaming model yeah. for your entire revenue. Yep. For your games division, and like. Again, like, I I get it. I get the way that things are trending. I still feel like gamers want to hold things, right? Like, yeah. so in the end, like, I, and I could be, I could be completely wrong. I could be way off base on this, and it could just be the fact that the case that at some point, like, Microsoft is going to do this. They're going to quit making consoles, and it's just going to because it's so convenient and so easy. Like people will just not worry about buying things anymore, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and then maybe there will be some games that they'll you know release hard copies for, and that's it. Yeah, I, I mean, we've talked about it at length. Obviously, we want physical copies of things, but unfortunately, that's the way the industry is trending. And so, as a gamer, I want physical copies. But if I was sitting in some boardroom or some corporate room wearing a suit. And they asked me, I would be like, yeah, this is a great idea. <laughs> it's just smart business. <laughs> so, I mean, you know. Yeah, no, I, I get it. Like I said, I totally get it. And we didn't cover this in our last uh, news episode, but there was a bit of news that came out kind of in relating to this, where like the CEO of Ubisoft, Ubisoft yep. uh, had said something along the lines of, um, what? Uh, uh, he said... Gamers, what did he say? Something like gamers are gonna have to get comfortable. Oh, that's what it was. Before before streaming becomes a really viable thing for games, yeah. gamers have to become comfort more comfortable not owning their games. Yeah, and I don't like. I think a lot of people took that out of context, like misconstrued that to say he wants. He's saying that gamers need to become more. Right. comfortable not owning things like they just don't need to be want to own things and they should just be okay with it when what he actually was saying is before we start really pushing before this, you can go there before we can really start pushing streaming yeah you know we have to make sure that gamers are actually comfortable not owning games we're and not we're, <laughs> we're not there i mean i still got a huge stack of dvds if that says anything i do too <laughs> Like to own my media, even even while I enjoy streaming. Yeah, no, exactly. I want both. I I absolutely want both. I want to have the physical thing, and yep. we could we we've talked about this ad nauseum, and we will continue to yep. talk about it um, because it's it's just that important to me. Like it really yep. is um, that we have physical media. But yeah. anyway, it it would not surprise me if Halo, the next Halo game, is on the PlayStation. Not wouldn't surprise me at all. That's just so uh, bizarre. Like, wouldn't surprise me at all if you can turn on your Nintendo Switch and log into Game Pass. None can of, can none you of that imagine, like, 
20 years ago saying like Halo's gonna be on the PlayStation, on the PlayStation. 2. I know. Like, Crazy. No. That was like the war. No. Like that's the war. Like. I, I mean, it's like saying Sonic's gonna be on Nintendo, right? Okay, fair. Fair. <laughs> we, we, we have seen but, one hardware company make a transition to but, being primarily developers. But the problem, the difference there is like this is an, an intentional suicide. Yeah. Like this would be an intentional like. <laughs> Um, you know, uh, euthanasia of the Just Xbox. laying down. Yeah. Like, it's, it's here, not like... <laughs> we're not going to make consoles anymore. <sighs> like, we just quit. We quit making consoles. Yeah. yeah. Um, R.I.P. Dreamcast. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, that's... With Sega, it was a... Oh, we just overextended ourselves because yeah. we made too much hardware. Like, this is Xbox going, eh, hardware, smartware. <laughs> it could be a thing where they go, like what they did with the series s where they make consoles at a lower cost but they don't have disk drives yeah and that's it's just a well, digital streaming box if so you it's will. basically a tiny computer yeah essentially yeah. yeah something something that i i really hadn't considered before this is like xbox is weird as far as as their place in microsoft because microsoft does not make hardware like what? What is their primary driver of everything? It's it's the uh, the Windows operating system. Yep. They don't make computers except for Xbox. They make gaming computers, and yeah. switching to to a model where they're doing in the gaming is, industry what they already do is their primary you know trick. Like they, they do make the Surface. I forgot about the Surface. <laughs> I, I I see the Surface every day. <laughs> right. And, <laughs> they do make the Surface, <laughs> but that's also more like. That's di- it's it's different than your typical PC, right? It's not you know, it's not exactly hardware hardware. If anyone but, is listening from my workplace's IT department, I need more RAM, please, <laughs> for my Surface that I look at every day. Please and thank you. Absolutely. <laughs> but anyway, I I just that whole development like is just a fascinating, yeah, just bizarre to me. It it blows my mind. That's been, uh, you know, if you're into, if you're into like theory crafting and predicting the industry, that's been kind of a thing that's been a theory for a while now. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. don't get me wrong. I mean, like ha- be, having access to Game Pass on on the Switch is that very would be like awesome. Is very That'd be compelling. Awesome. Yeah. Um, well, and Xbox did the courtesy of the extensive backwards compatibility. Oh so yeah. Like, they've given you a reason for their last hurrah. Yeah, and now they can just pass pass on yeah. to yeah for sure doing the game pass. The biggest thing with uh, with the last hurrah is that like it's not every single game. I'm so fr- like there's so, there's like there are like two mm-hmm. or three games that I had on the original Xbox that are not compatible on the yeah on the Series X, and I'm just like I want to play that game so bad, <laughs> but. It gives me an opportunity to explore, go back and explore some other stuff. So I've, I've been excited about that. But anyway, Microsoft is is doing interesting things. They are. So I um, have something that I actually forgot until just now as oh, we were sitting here. Okay, well and remember it's it. Video game news related. So. Okay, let's go. Hit it. Uh, I don't know how much this will matter to you guys. I am ecstatic about this. There was a trailer a couple days ago announcing... Metroid Prime 4! No. Dang it! <laughs> <laughs> uh, even though it pains me sometimes to give them high praise, EA Sports College Football... Oh, yes. Is coming back. NCAA. 
College football is coming looky back. Looky there, looky there. So that, this, I think, I think it releases in July. You can play nice. college football again on yeah. all your video game consoles. Yeah, it's it's funny that you bring that up. I have not played a sports game since like Quarterback Club two thousand four <laughs> on nice. the Nintendo sixty four. Yeah, that was wild. Um, that's exciting though. No, that's like, really cool. I am it, so it excited. hasn't gotten nearly the attention that it needs. No, uh, uh, since it's been a while. Um, yesterday, Thursday, they was the first day that Division One colleges could start opting in or opting out. Gotcha. So if you follow any college sports, like every, I mean, name one: University of Kentucky, Duke, right? Any right. of them. All of their Twitter pages were them announcing nice. that they were going to be. Of course, we're in the game, you know, because EA, right, EA Sports is in the game. It's in the so, game. Yeah. So every, every college is announcing that. Nice. Of course That's awesome. Be in the game. That, yeah. Like I have never played an NCAA game. Like I, I never played a single one. Um, but uh, that is like that is actually really exciting to yeah. me. Like I just hope the last. Uh, EA game that I played that I actually cared about that was like, oh wow, this is really good, was Madden 2006 <laughs> okay. on the Wii. And like, it was oh, actually it was, the, it was actually really, really cool. Controls. Like, the motion controls yeah. in Madden 06 were amazing for the Wii. Like, it was they did a really good job with it. And then, I get, it probably didn't sell enough copies, and so they're like we're not doing. We're not like putting that much development yeah. into this no, again, and it sucked ever since then. So, so the way I, I I love sports video games. Obviously, Josh and I have talked many times about how we're big football fans. But the way I treat sports video games is they are a backup to me. So if I'm playing mm-hmm. some you know very long eighty hour RPG or something, and I need a break from it, I go play a sports game. The caveat to that is I don't pay for them. I, I play them on Game Pass or I borrow them from the library, but I just refuse to pay $60 every year for the same for the game. Same game. I, I will go out at midnight on July whatever and buy college football. Yeah, no, that's, I mean. No hesitation. Yeah. I, it's already in the budget. I'm doing it. Right. So. Uh, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll support you in that. I, I <laughs> that's a big wonder, deal. Yeah, no, it, it really is. Like, even though, like I said, I haven't played, I've never played an NCAA game. Yeah. The question, my question is, I know that, like, in some of the, uh, in some of the later NCAA games and the Madden games, you had, like, the create your player thing yeah. that you could do in the NCAA game, and then you could carry that player over into, into the Madden do they can do they let you do that in the new one? Because that would be really cool. That'll be interesting. I don't know. I, yeah, like I feel like that would be fun. Um, yeah, because that that is kind of an RPG type type thing to do, right? Yeah. What's interesting is I was reading today that um, because of the new rules around college athletes and name, right. image, and likeness and stuff, the schools have to opt in, but also individual. Players have to opt in or opt out, Ipe. and they they said they can't. Uh, the make EA Sports said we can't tell you how, but if a person doesn't opt in, if your favorite player from your school doesn't opt in, you won't be able to create them and put them in the game. Oh, so I, I don't know how they're gonna do that, but yeah, the the 
because of name, image, and likeness rules that every individual player has yeah. to say yes or no. Wow. That's wild. And they get 600 bucks if they say yes. <laughs> so... And a free copy of the game. <laughs> Why would you say no? I don't know. <laughs> you, like That's $660 yeah. right there that they're giving you. Plus, not only that, like as soon as like any any athlete that has the opportunity to like be big, right? Yeah. All they have to do is like sign a copy. Right. It's like sign the free copy that they got and be like, "Hey, I'm going to sell this on eBay." eBay, here I go. Yeah. <laughs> like that's it. So, no, that's very very cool. Anyway, um I forgot that as until we were sitting here. So. Yeah. So, couple other things. Everything else I've got is all from the Nintendo Direct just because that's so one I'm a Nintendo nerd. And two, that's just what's happened, that's you know, the most, most recent, recent thing. <laughs> yeah. So, um, new, uh, well, not new, they are re-releasing Epic Mickey. Saw that. Mm-hmm. Thought you'd be um, excited about it. Epic Mickey Rebrushed. I have that on the Wii. Of course you do. I didn't really play it much <laughs> when I had it on the Wii because there was a lot of other stuff that I had going on when I got that. So, um, now that I've got kids... You know, as yeah. opposed to when that game came out, I did not have kids. So I've got kids now. I think that that would be a, like, I think that's going to be a good game to get and to revisit with them and to play. Um, so excited about hearing that it coming out. It looked pretty fun. No, it definitely did. And it would, um, like, it's it's called Rebrushed. So they kind of updated it a yep. little bit. But it's a, uh, they said that it was a, um, uh, retelling, but it's, it's the same game. Of the same game. Yeah. Right. Um, so it's should be good. Um, Metroidvania game coming out, or what looked like a Metroidvania to me. Um, Ender Magnolia. Yeah, that uh-huh. was one of the early ones that they announced in there. That was uh, basically there are these robots that are yeah. are they they call them homunculi. Yep. But they're basically robots that you have to resurrect and bring back and like they give you powers when you defeat them right like by fighting them and you get powers and they become your companions so like i said very metroidvania like where you kind of go through the game you collect things and then you can use yep you know metroid dread kind of comes to mind could be a challenging type game but looked at first when i first saw it i was like uh, i'm just gonna skip through this but then like i started watching and i was like Maybe. Maybe, maybe <laughs> yep. this could be fun. Maybe I would enjoy this. I'm not sure. So You know, one thing, one note that I made about the Nintendo Direct, it wasn't that it was bad. It was just that there were actually so many games. There was a lot. There was like 28 games mentioned in 23 minutes. Yes, yeah, <laughs> so there was a lot. It's like, you know, less than a minute Less than a, a well, game some per minute. Just, or, you know, some they just threw up there. They didn't talk about it at yeah, all. They just yeah, threw there was it up a handful, there. Oh, here's but they this. didn't say a word about it. Yeah, here's this game coming out. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, one of them uh, was basically Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Like the first one. Grounded. Yes. It's a fun game. Yes. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Um, yeah. So I hadn't heard about this. Apparently it's a game that's Yeah, you can around. play it on Game Pass. Oh, of yeah. course you can. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. Sneaking it's a, it it's a fun game. The premise is... Yeah, so actually I made a note. Uh, survival game, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids is, okay. is the note I made. Um, yeah, so you are shrunken down and you're in your backyard and you have to build a base and, you know, defeat. You have to basically survive and conquer the backyard. So, you know, there's ants and spiders and 
floods because the sprinkler turns on. And, you know, it, you know, just honey, like I Honey, the I Shrunk yeah. the Kids. They, um, <laughs> and so you, you know, it's kind of uh, uh, in a way Minecraftish because you have to build your base and stuff like that. But oh, it's, okay, it, it's pretty fun. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I think you would like it. I probably would. Yeah. And probably like it too much. It's and you can already play it. You don't have to wait for it to come out on Switch because it's on Game Pass. I can't play it because I am no longer sub- subscribed That's to Game Pass. That's the wrong answer, Josh. I'm, look, I cannot. We won't get into that right now. Won't, I bought the Series X, okay? Like, that was expensive. It cost money. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, let's see. There are a couple of indie-type games that looked really cool. Um... One of which, Pepper Grinder. Oh it, yeah! Like it was like uh, like you you just had like this drill. It was another like two D platformer. Yeah, two D platformer yeah. thing where you're just like drilling. Th- it looked like a speed type game where mm. you're just kind of you've got a drill and you're just kind of drilling through objects. So. Yeah. And they said there's a demo available right yeah. now that yes. you can play. So so. Um. Let's see. There's a Sonic ripoff game from the makers of Sonic Mania. <laughs> um. Which. Which, I don't know why they wouldn't just make a Sonic game, but um, it's called Penny's Big Breakaway. That yeah, that one was just me. It, it literally looks like a Sonic game. Like, there are rings and everything. <laughs> just like, what is happening? My, my note <laughs> is actually, it's a dime a dozen platformer. Meh. <laughs> yeah. Just, um, so, anyway. Um... And World of Goo too. I never played any. I never played the original World of Goo. Yeah. But it did look like fun, and it this one, fun. this one looks yeah. like a lot of fun too. That one uh, did look fun. Puzzle games um, are always up my alley. And then the last thing that they announced um, is one that is probably not like it's. It was a weird thing to go out on. I I don't have a problem with the game <laughs> itself, but for that to be the big grand finale was just weird feeling. And if anyone was wondering, it was not Metroid Prime it 4. Was not me- <laughs> it was not Metroid. <laughs> but um, Endless Ocean, a new Endless Ocean game. Yeah. Which, my the best experience that I had with that game was actually watching Game Grumps <laughs> play it. So, um, I don't recommend that with children around, but if you've got time, just look up Endless Ocean 2 Game Grumps and... Uh, you know, enjoy yourself because it's amazing. Um, so anyway, yeah, that's that was kind of the brief run through of uh, the Nintendo Direct and some other. There's one game I wanted to draw people's attention to, called Kingdom Come Deliverance. Oh yeah, um, that game came out for Xbox and Play X. Xbox One and PS4. That that actually looked really interesting. I hadn't heard about it. I have it on PS4, and I played a little bit of it. It's really good. Um, I we talk all the time about our backlog. That's one that's always on my mind in terms of my <laughs> backlog. It's it's a fun game. The gist of it is, um, you know, knights and his, it's supposedly it's historically accurate, um, and so it's set in this kingdom in the holy roman empire and you're a knight and it's an action role-playing game and it was a lot of fun i i played it for a few hours but i just didn't get very far into it it certainly looked like a lot of fun or it looked really cool like it didn't really show a lot of gameplay from it they They showed they showed some clips from it yeah um 
that I didn't make any notes on it because I was like, I can't tell anything about the game other than it looks right. it looks nice. It looks like a nice it, it, game. It is fun, and yeah, people should look into it, and yeah, it, it, it's worth looking into. Yeah. Hmm. So, all right. So that's a lot of... Uh, a lot of spewing of, of news for the month of February. Anyone else have uh, any other uh, game news for One the month? One final thing One me. final thing from Ryan. Uh, they just put out a trailer for the Borderlands movie. Oh. Um, oh. So I, I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> I didn't either, and it's uh, one of my favorite of all time games. So. What, who's, who's doing that? Yep, I know the answer to this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't remember. It um, feels like a it feels like an HBO type I can't you know, remember. produced thing yeah. or something like that. Like WB flashbacks to the World of Warcraft movie. Oh gosh, <laughs> it's got it's got some decent people in it. Um, if you're familiar with the series, Jack Black plays uh, the robot whose name I won't mention because it could be adult themed. Um, Kevin Hart plays Roland, who's one of the soldiers. <laughs> I'm not. I have serious doubts about that because oh, his goodness. character is very. Roland is very serious, and Kevin Hart is a comedian, obviously. So we'll see. But, but oh yeah, okay. Avi Arad and Eric Feig are producing. Um, okay. Um, who is Lionsgate is distributing it? Go figure. Well, look out. <laughs> Who's okay. Pl- who's uh I saw it in the trailer and I can't remember. Who's playing Lilith? Um let's see Lilith cast. Um Kate Blanchett. Thank you. Kate yeah. Blanchett is playing Lilith. <laughs> um this is all coming very quickly from our uh, from research our IT department. Our, our research department yeah, is they're so busy. Good. They are, they are so, so amazing. Good. That's why we pay them so well. <laughs> they, they get paid the big bucks. They get paid more than us. <laughs> so I think way back on our very first episode when he, when we did our top five, I think I gave Borderlands, um, specifically Borderlands 2, an honorable mention. I can't remember exactly, but I think that's how that went. Uh, really fun games. I don't know about... I don't know how well it'll translate to a movie. Yeah. But, um, interestingly enough, for those of you who are, are f- uh, fans of Illusion and Magic, uh, Penn Jillette has a cameo, apparently, in, nice. in the movie. So that'll be fun. Um, but So, huh. another video game movie. That's, I mean, yeah. hope with, hey, with the success that's been going around, maybe, 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 it'll be something interesting and good. I just, I kind of... I kind of laughed when I saw the trailer because, like I said, it's a favorite game of mine, and even I didn't know it was a thing. Right. So it's like, where did that come from? It's very secretive, yeah. apparently. But so. yeah. All right. Daniel, do you have any last-minute uh, last video game news to discuss? So the last thing I sa- I'll say is um, the Mother 3 release was an interesting choice, I think, because I don't know anyone that knows those games apart from people who play Super Smash Bros. and choose, right. Lucas, Car- yeah, Lucas, Lucas or Ness, and Ness and yeah, their friends like that. That that like it, it was never localized in the U.S. and I think it's an odd choice to bring it in. But I know that there are some diehard fans of that series that have been, you know, going in at maybe not the most. Uh, legal angles to to get their their fix from other three and um 
I guess Nintendo's wanting to speak to that <laughs> that group. So has it has that been officially released? Like on the um because I I had seen something about it, but it wasn't like I don't know. But yeah, that's a that is an interesting I know that that's one again one of those things that people are have been clamoring for for a long time. Um, um, our research department is very busy right now <laughs> trying to get us you know solid information on this. Um, oh, you know what? I think they announced that it was getting a Japanese local or a re-release. Japanese, of course, of course. Never mind. That's that's ra- that's rubbing salt in the wound. Ow. That's hilarious. Um, <laughs> oh, something else that I just came across. Um, Xbox's rare games are headed to Nintendo Switch Online. Um, mm. So that's that's one of those things that uh, like Banjo Kazooie yep. and uh, you know some of the so that was what made Goldeneye such a difficult thing because Microsoft bought Rare. And Rare was the one who developed Goldeneye and several other like yep. Nintendo staples for the 64. Um, so some of those are um, part of that being uh, the original Killer Instinct um, being a Rare thing. Um, so it's possible that maybe Banjo-Kazooie ends up... Um... On the Nintendo? Oh, wait, no. Banjo-Kazooie is on there. Maybe... Uh... It's, yeah, a couple of them, right? On the yeah. Virtual Console? Yeah, yeah, that one's already on there. So uh, maybe this is saying, oh, uh, you know what? I know what they're saying. They're suggesting that maybe a new banjo game could be coming out on the Switch at some point in the future, uh. which would, could be interesting. So, sorry, research departments feed me a lot of information right now. <laughs> Ain't that just the way? <laughs> That's just the way. They just for they just throw stuff in my ear here yep. as I'm as they're you know reading over the articles and I'm getting <laughs> confused. So <laughs> anyway, fired. Um, no, we can't fire them. We need them. <laughs> oh man, we have fun. Uh, that uh, that wraps us up for this uh, news episode. We went a little long, but thank you so much for listening. We're excited about some of the games that are coming out. I hope yep. you are too. If you've got anything that you're excited about, let us know, and we'll uh, maybe mention it on a future episode. Um, yes, indeed. Otherwise... We will catch you on the next episode of the Dead Tired Dads podcast. Bye.